Hello and welcome to another episode of 8 Frugal Minutes where our motto is save that cash. Continuing the how to cut spending series, we're going to be talking today about how to cut spending with food. Food is a huge, huge priority and it's also a large part of the budget. So how do you balance both? Well, we've got some ideas that are easy to use and they're definitely instantly engageable, meaning you can get started right away. All right, let's get going. We all know a food is a necessity. Whether you're eating it because you like it, you need nutrients, or perhaps it's just your stomach growling, food is one of those things where you just can't seem to get around. Yes, you can eat less, or perhaps sometimes find ways to eat differently, but still you need food, which is why it's a very focused part of our series. How to cut spending in food is tricky sometimes. It all depends on where you live, what you eat, how you want your food to help you, whether that's nutrients or perhaps different ways. It's just super important. So how do you cut spending and still get what you need? And that's an individual question, get what you need. But let me tell you some ways you can definitely cut spending and put those pennies back in your pocket. I think it's really important with all of our tips that you think about this on a more global level. What I mean is, is that while one tip may work for you really well, another may not. And a third tip may work, but you have to tweak it. As with all of our suggestions, tips, and ideas, tweaking is what makes it work. That's because how you eat is different than other people. And what your life is is different than other people. That's what makes our world so awesome. So if you hear a tip today and you're like, "Ah, I don't know if it works, see if you can tweak it. And that way you will save money and start cutting spending on food. One of the biggest ways to stop spending so much money is to plan your meals for the week. If you know exactly what you're going to eat, you have all of the ingredients there to eat with those food groups as well as meals, it's less likely you're going to run out to the store. I myself am a huge run out to the store-er. It's been one of those things where part of it's for fun, part of it's because I forget one thing. But lately, when I have meal plans, I buy all the things at the same time and it's in the fridge or in the cabinet. It does a couple of things. One, it does lighten the load. You're not always wasting money, gas, time, all of that, running down to get one thing. I've also noticed that one thing is never on sale. To me, that's odd, but it's true. So with your meal planning, you pretty much know what you like to eat. You plan it. You go get the ingredients for it. You're set for the week. But you might be thinking to yourself, well, some of these ingredients are expensive. True, which brings me to my next tip, which is if you know what your meal plan is, it might be a great idea to hit up those weekly ads, the buy one, get one freeze, the digital coupons, the money and percentages off. All of those things count. Now, if you know what you're going to eat, you can implement those from the different grocery stores or stores that you favor and bring your prices down. So you're doing two things. One, you're eating what you need to eat. Two, you're getting it for less money. And three, your pocketbook is loving it. Absolutely loving it because it's definitely one of those things. And don't forget that, yes, you can have digital coupons and you can do the weekly ads and you can do the buy one, get one free. But also right now, grocery stores as well as other stores are offering huge substantial discounts if you buy your groceries online. For whatever reason, they don't even want you to come in the store. It could be good or it could be bad depending on where you live. But it's a possibility, especially if you buy one or two orders, to try this out. They're giving really big sub 
discounts. So you may be getting all of your deals for your groceries and then they add another 30 to 40% off. It's totally worth trying it one time. You may not buy your groceries online all the time and that's okay. But if they're willing to give you this money for a one-time try, you should probably check it out. See what's up with that. Another really great thing to do is to bring your own lunch wherever you might go. If you work at home, have the lunch ready in the fridge. If you have to go out, have the lunch ready. One of the things that you will notice is that you spend a lot of money on lunches. And it's not on purpose. It's because it's convenient. It's around the corner. You're trying to stay focused in your day. You also will notice that some of those lunches are not as healthy as others. Not every corner has a great healthy joint. With that in mind, if you do have your lunches put together, even if that's a simple snack bar or protein bar or whatever you choose, you will not be going out and buying lunch. You have something, the growling has sustained, and now you are on to your next task. Lunch is a huge, huge issue when it comes to many people spending money. It's just a task that you think, oh, I'll get to it later, and then when later shows up, 12 or 1 o'clock, the next thing you know, you need food. And you're so distorted because you need food, your stomach is louder than your brain, and now you have a problem. So try to consider how you can plan that too. How can you plan your lunches? It doesn't have to be fancy. What I've realized is even five or six crackers, bringing them with me if I'm trying to eat lighter, or even if it's some vegetables, does better because then you've had something. You have starved off those hunger pains that make you want to go get something to eat that's expensive. So even if it's not a big lunch, even if it's a leftover from last night, you'll find that it's worth your time and it'll save you some money. So definitely consider that. The other thing to consider is those leftovers. Make a little extra. Now, whether that's a meal you've planned and then you pull a smaller meal off the top so you can eat it for lunch tomorrow, or if that's somebody going out to eat and you don't eat the whole plate so you bring it home, those extras are great for lunch. And they are also great for breakfast sometimes. And sometimes they can even be enough, as we see on those bigger meals that we plan for holidays, they can be worth two or three days worth of food. You know, thinking about Thanksgiving or Christmas where you have a huge meal and then you're picking on it for the next couple of days. You could do that as well. It doesn't have to be a holiday. And that would definitely allow you to meal plan and have leftovers and it would be great. My final tip is one that we probably all should quit doing, myself included, which is going to the coffee shops. It's amazing to me right now that a simple cup of coffee, nothing fancy, no specialty drinks, is over 250. Now, if you like coffee as much as I do, it sometimes is one of those guilty pleasures. However, if you go every day or every couple of days, you will immediately find that you are definitely dropping cash in there. Plus, don't forget, with the tipping these days, if you tip less than a dollar, the baristas get pretty upset, even though they're just pouring it out of a big, huge canister. So you're looking at a 3 to $4 cup of coffee. You do this three times a week. That's 12 bucks. 12 bucks that you could be using for something else. In fact, 12 bucks is actually a pound of coffee that you could have at home that would last you two to three weeks. Now, I'm not suggesting dropping the coffee habit altogether. In fact, if I didn't go out to coffee for coffee every once in a while, I think I'd go crazy. However, I've cut back. I go once or twice a month, maybe three times if they're lucky, only because it's become such a big part of my budget that I had to cut it out. There seems to be 
no way to get regular coffee at places without paying a large sum. So consider your coffee or your tea or your fancy drink budget. How can you cut that back? Well, that's all the time we have today. You know, whatever you decide to cut your spending on, whether it's food, whether it's coffee, whether it's going out, whether you've decided to actually install some meal plans, keep in mind that every effort matters. And what I mean is it's possible to actually make a big difference with a small cut or a small adjustment. So keep that in mind. You may not want to do everything, but if you do one thing, that's going to help. As we continue with the series, we have how to cut spending for your home, your food, your entertainment, and then of other ideas for cutting spending. We hope you listen to all of the series on this podcast, and we thank you. You've been listening to 8 Frugal Minutes, where our motto is save that cash. Hey, have a great day. Until we meet again, take care. Bye now.